Adventure Club Theater, where theater is the adventure. Today, we are going to look at a thought-provoking prophecy in the Bible. Prophecy? Like, no way! Uh, I don't want to hear something so boring. I'd rather watch paint dry on the wall. <laughs> prophecy is actually very exciting if you read it in the proper context. Check out these two Bible verses. John fourteen twenty nine, And now I have told you before it comes, that when it does come to pass, you may believe. Revelation nineteen ten, And I fell at his feet to worship him, but he said to me, See that you do not do that. I am your fellow servant of your brethren who have the testimony of Jesus. Worship God, for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Yeah. So you're like saying that Jesus totally gave prophecy to us? I think I get it now. The point of prophecy in the Bible is to help us believe in Jesus and trust in the Bible. Exactly. Okay, like totally count me in. <laughs> yeah, I was just joking about watching paint dry. Imagine with me the king of Babylon tossing and turning in his royal chambers. He wakes up suddenly. I just had the craziest dream. I I can't seem to remember it, though. But I just know it was something very important. Summon my wise guys! You summoned us, your majesty? I had the craziest dream, but I can't remember it. I want you guys to tell me my dream and interpret it for me. Um, that's not a thing we can do, your majesty. May you live long and prosper, but you are asking something only the gods can do for you. Now, if you remembered your dream, we can definitely interpret it- Enough! Liars, charlatans, tricksters, snake oil salesmen! If you cannot do as I ask, then you shall die. King Nebuchadnezzar was so angry, he ordered all the wise men of Babylon to be executed. Oh, hey, Captain Ariok. What brings you here at this late hour? Hey, Belteshazzar. Just a dude I was looking for. I'm here to kill you and your friends, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Whoa, 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 whoa! Can you put your sword down for a second? Tell me why first. Sure thing, dude. The king had like a crazy bad dream or something. He couldn't remember it, but he knew it was like super important. He called for all the wise guys to tell him his dream and interpret it for him. However, no one could do it, dude. Not the magicians, not the astrologers, not even the Chaldeans, dude. How crazy is that? Anyways, the king got super mad and ordered all you smarties to be put to death. Nothing personal, dude. I actually like you. This is totally a bummer decree. Um, Captain, is it okay if I go to the king 
and I ask him for a little time to tell him his dream and interpretation. No problemo, dude. I'll be here, ready to kill you. Uh, thanks, Captain Ariok. Daniel received permission from King Nebuchadnezzar for a time extension. Daniel went home and prayed with his friends Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. It was probably the hardest they all prayed in their entire lives. They asked God for wisdom and mercy so they might not die with the rest of the wise men of Babylon. God revealed the secret dream to Daniel in a night vision. Oh, thank you, God. Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. Captain Ariok. Captain Ariok. Please, don't kill any more wise men. Please take me to the king. I have the answer. Rock on, Belteshazzar. Your kingliness. I have a dude who can get you out of your gnarly funk. Are you able to make known to me the dream which I have seen and its interpretation? Oh, King Nebuchadnezzar, may you live long and prosper. The secret which the king has demanded, the wise men, the astrologers, the magicians, and the soothsayers cannot declare to the king. But there is a God in heaven who reveals secrets, and he has made it known to you what will be in the latter days. Daniel tells the king of a vision of a great but strange statue. It had a head of gold, chest and arms of silver, belly and thighs of bronze, legs of iron, and feet part of clay and iron. In the vision, the king saw a stone cut without hands. The stone struck the statue at its feet. The statue was completely destroyed, with the dusty remains carried away by the wind. The stone then grew into a mountain that filled the entire earth. That's... well, that's it! That was the dream I had! God was showing King Nebuchadnezzar a vision of the future. The head of gold represented the kingdom of Babylon. Three more kingdoms will arise after Babylon, one after another. The fourth kingdom will eventually become divided. However, one day, God will set up a kingdom that will not be destroyed or divided. God's kingdom will stand forever. This is uncanny! Balthazar, is it? Your God truly is the God of gods, Lord of lords, and revealer of secrets. Give this man a promotion. Thank you, your majesty. But I didn't do this on my own. The credit all belongs to God. Besides, my friends also pray to God with me. We'll give this man's friends a promotion also. Nebuchadnezzar's dream was a prophecy of future events to come, of empires that would come upon the world scene. You may hear scholars and evangelists speak quite a bit about the statue and its prophetic significance. However, when you read Nebuchadnezzar's dream and its interpretation carefully in Daniel chapter 2, note that the focus of the dream is not on the statue. Oh, really? So what is the point of this prophecy? God is not interested in giving Nebuchadnezzar a future history lesson. The focus of the prophecy is actually on the stone cut without hands. Matthew 21:42. Jesus said to them, Have you never read in the scriptures? The stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. This was the Lord's doing, and it is marvelous in our eyes. Acts 4, 10 and 11. Let it be known to you all and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, 
By him this man stands before you whole. This is the stone which was rejected by the builders, which has become the chief cornerstone. The stone represents Jesus. Kingdoms rise and kingdoms fall. Wars and disasters will happen. But one day, Jesus will return to set up his kingdom. Unlike human empires, which eventually collapse and fade into history, Jesus' kingdom will stand forever, like the mountain that engulfed the whole earth in Nebuchadnezzar's dream. God was telling Nebuchadnezzar that he is in control of history. The significance of world empires that came after Babylon happened exactly as the Bible predicted in this prophecy. God's kingdom is real and will appear at the close of human history. Jesus is coming soon. So, how did Nebuchadnezzar react to this prophecy? Find out next time on Adventure Club Theater, where theater is the adventure. If you enjoyed the show, join us next week for another. It's time for Adventure Club Theater. Till we meet again, yes, we'll see you later. Goodbye from Adventure Club Theater. Where theater is the adventure. This episode was written by Jennifer and David Quatch. Original theme music by Jennifer Quatch. The voice actors in this episode were Christy Wynn, Hi, Violet Kelgard, Richard Briggs, Brittany Voom, and David Quatch. If you enjoyed this podcast, please check out the Veggie Boy Project. It is a story of a young man discovering God's health message and his journey into faith.